Peace be unto you, my dear beloved brothers and sisters. Thank you for tuning in today. I am a man called Gregory Fielder, author of the book titled, I Am a Convict, I Surrender All to the Creator. Today, I want to first thank you for tuning in. And I'm going to speak today from the Holy Quran, uh, from Surah or chapter 112. I am going to read the chapter in its entirety and make an attempt to explain it to the best of my ability. Uh, if there's any errors, you can charge it to me. And if you get any benefit, give all praises to the Creator. This chapter is called The Unity or Al-Iklis, the unity. There are four verses, and it reads, In the name of Allah, well, I'll read it for it in Arabic first. It says, Kul, who Allah, who Ahat, Allah, who is Samat, Lemulet, Walemulet, Walemuku Lahukufuan Ahat. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, say, He, Allah, is one. Allah is He on whom all depend. He begets not, nor is He begotten, and none is like him. That is the chapter in its entirety. It is talking about the unity of Allah. Allah is an Arabic term. Technically is not the name of, of the Great One, the Almighty. In Arabic, A-L means the, La means creator. So when the word Allah is used, it's really saying the creator. So in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, this is saying that he is Beneficent. He gives benefits. Um, and when we look at benefits, oftentimes we look at things that are external from man without observing the internal benefits of man himself. First of all, it was a great benefit 
for a male and a female to come together to start the procreation of you, whoever you, the individual. That was a benefit. There could have been circumstances from which you did not uh, come into existence. You know, I say a man and a woman can uh, go through their routine all they want to. If it's not the will of the creator, uh, you will not be born. And then there are other benefits after being born. Well, the, the protection uh, through the birth. But after being born, you know, just be, having the benefit of being able to see and hear and think and so many things that man does that he just takes for granted you know from breathing in and out every breath it is a benefit to man and then there's the benefit of having someone to care for the for the for the child um we know that the, the mother goes through great pains before childbirth and then the pain of wondering if she will be, will be able to sustain them so he is the beneficent and he is the merciful he has mercy. If he were to retract his mercy, then anything could happen. But it is by his mercy that we are allowed to continue to exist. With already have provided all of the sustenance that we will need to sustain ourselves. And a lot of times we may take that for granted. We say, well, that's natural, man. We can just go out here and get something to eat. Until we consider that there are some people who are born in places that doesn't have the necessary food to eat, that don't have clean water to drink, that are in a very hostile environment where there's wars constantly going on. So it is his mercy and his grace that has allowed us to be in a place where we um, can sustain ourselves. Then there are some people in a situation where they're in such dire straits that they just wonder if life is worth living. So with us, he allows us to, as as the uh, brother Jesse Jackson would say, keep hope alive. You know, in the Negro National Anthem, it talks about when hope unborn had died. I mean that before you was able to hope, that hope had died, so you didn't get a chance to even hope. I mean, trust me, there are people in this world that wonder what do they have to hope for 
There are some people on their bed of affliction that's wondering, am I going on out now or should I hope for another day? There are people who are behind prison walls who some may be on death row. They have hope that their, 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 their conviction will be overturned. So it is something that I, I don't want us to take for granted of his mercy on us. And sometimes, you know, if we were to really recognize how merciful he has been to us, then perhaps that would encourage us to be merciful to other people. And not only other people, but all of his creation, animals. We should not abuse the animals because we recognize that this great creator, he created the animals as well. So we want to talk about the Quran says, say, he, Allah, is one. It is, it is where we have come to the understanding, the conclusion that the creator is one. He don't have any partners. He did not come from anyone, and he does not have to answer to anyone. So it tells us to, 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 to don't put partners with him. Say that, hey, the creator, he's one. And that is hard for some people to do. For example, in most religions, they will put partners up with the creator. Some even take their preachers and priests and popes to be gods beside God. You know, there are some religions where if someone has done something wrong, they have to go to a man and confess their faults. But we're taught that we ask, we confess our faults to the Creator. For none can forgive our faults except Him. Can no man forgive your faults? So why should you pronounce them to Him, who is probably in most cases worse off than you? And, and I would say in most cases, because He has elevated Himself, being just nothing but a, 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 a sinful human being telling people they have to come and confess their faults to him when he need to be trying to confess his faults to the creator as well. So the creator, he says, he, he wants us to say that. Don't just think it, say it. You know, if we look at how the creator did, let's say even from the Bible, when it talks in, in Genesis, when he says, and God said, let there be this, and let there be that, and let there be, 
you know, without naming, he, he, he just pronounced it. Let there be. So some things you can speak into existence. But if you don't believe them, it's hard to speak them. So but if you believe it, then you speak it. Hey, I bear witness that there is no God but God. That's it. I bear witness that there is no God besides God. He is the only God. There is no creator except the creator. And no partners do I associate with him. So that's just for starters to recognize that we've lived long enough, that we've learned enough to know that there is only one creator. And so we should say that he, the creator, is one. And it goes on. That's just that's just uh, verse one. There are only four verses, but verse two says, Allah, uh, the creator, is he on whom all depend. Everything depends on him. And that's all inclusive. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything depends on him. And then verse 3 says, he begets not, nor is he begotten. It means he had no father or mother. And really, he doesn't have children. The creator doesn't have need for children. I mean, it doesn't take much, really, to think about it. That the one who has all power in his hand, that if he had created man and man fell to worship him, it's easy for him to destroy the whole creation of mankind and start all over again. I mean, that's easy. You know, sometimes we uh, have got gotten set in our ways to thinking, well, you know, well, he can't do this or this. He let people uh, get away with stuff. You get away with nothing. This creator, he see what we reveal and he see what we hide. You know, as they say, man looks on the outside, but the creator, he looks at the heart. Between every heartbeat, he's there. We take for granted, you know, especially in the uh, medical profession, they'll say, you know, you get so many heartbeats a minute. Yeah, but that's contingent upon whether the creator wants it to beat again. You know, if it's 60 beats a minute, and after the third beat, he's asked enough. You can wait on the next beat if you want to. But when he say that's it, that's it. He's between every heartbeat that we have. So he see everything that we reveal and what we hide. Then there are some people who look on the outside, but they can't see the heart. There are people who see people from the outside. They would think, oh, that's such a wonderful person. They are very good because they may have done some charity, but they may have done it for recognition, not out of love. Then there's some people who do things that you may think that are wrong, 
but they may be right. You know, we, we see parents that tell their children, hey, you can't have any candy and ice cream before you eat your, your meal. That child, without understanding the parent's purpose, may say, oh, you mean, you, you, you don't treat me right. But the parent is doing what is in the best interest of the child. So the creator does things that sometimes we may think is to our detriment, but really is to our benefit. He knows what we know not. So it is he whom all depend. He begets not, nor is he begotten. And none is like him. Now that will cut through the theory that a man is God. God is not a man. There are certain qualities that he has that we don't know about, but we know that a man is dependent. If a man goes for a long period of time, he will get tired. He will want to sleep. He'll want to slumber. But the creator doesn't get tired. Have no need to, to really to rest. Not really in the true sense of rest. He does not get hungry. He is the sustainer of everything and there's nothing that we can do to sustain him so we 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 sometimes because of the the inefficiency of our language we want to say uh you know he's like a father but he's much much greater than a father but uh, I, you know, we understand that our 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 language is so weak that we talk best about what we know best. And as a man, you know, we think that a father is one who's a provider. He's loving. Uh, he is one who try to sustain his family, and, and those are, are good qualities. But when it comes down to the Creator, um. He really is beyond that. He's actually beyond our imagination. That's why the scripture says, and none is like him. And I reiterate that to say that there are some people who want to say that uh, God came to earth and walked among men. Not so. There's no way that we can look at a man and say, well, that's God. He's God in the flesh. If we deduce that, just to basic understanding, if you have a man who is in South Carolina, and they say, well, this man is God. He's walking through South Carolina. Okay, well, who's walking through South Africa? Who's handling things in South Africa? Who's handling things in South America? Who's handling things out in the universe, keeping those uh planets zooming and keep them from running into each other who's handling all of that 
who's having, I mean, I, and we could go on and on and on to let you know that we cannot define the creator and say he's stationary here. I don't care how great the man is, he is not the creator. Who's controlling the rest of the worlds? Because the creator is the creator of all the worlds. When we say all the worlds, we say we, we again, in our limited understanding, think that this world is all there is. But even in this world, there are different worlds in this world. If we look at the plant world, that's a world that man can really not entertain to the fullest degree. He don't know how the plants react. He don't know the essence of them because he didn't make them. The great creator made them. When we talk about the animal world, you know, they're animals, they can uh, communicate with each other. You can call it instinctively or however, but they have a way of communicating with each other that we cannot uh, really understand. So there are many worlds, many worlds, and he is the creator of them all. Therefore, we would be wise to just know that there is someone who made us, that we came from. We don't know where we came from. We didn't know when we were going to come, and we don't know when we're going to leave. So we should uh, glorify the one who created us and under no circumstances should we limit him. We don't have that power. Our, our understanding is so weak, so diminished that we just cannot understand him. Only thing we should do, in my humble opinion, is try to be obedient to him and learn of him, learn of his ways and do as much as we can to glorify him. When he made us, he gave all of us a conscious and a limited free will. We don't have free will. It is very limited. We could have in our mind that our will to go and and shoot somebody in another another town and on my way to going there I could have a wreck or I could have a heart attack or anything happen. So we don't know if we can carry it out. So all the thing we can do is have a will. And likewise we can have a will to, to, to do right, to go and help someone. And on our way there, if something happened beyond our control, the Creator knew what our intentions were, and I believe He will reward us accordingly. So, dear beloved brothers and sisters, let us recognize that there is one Creator. You know, if there had been two or three, Certainly, there would be confusion. Again, it's like if, if someone, a child has a mother that they love, a father that they love, and a grandparent, 
And if all of them give them a command, that child would be confused because the child loves all of them. And what all of them are telling them may be right. One may tell them to go right, one go left, one tell them to go backwards. And so who would that child obey? So there has to be one authority. There can't be three gods. Even if you take a, 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 a doll and put three heads on it, I believe that if you take that to a child, that child will probably consider that a monster. There is only one creator. All praises is due to that one creator. He has servants. He has sent prophets. He has sent messengers. He sent angels. He sent whatever. But in the final analysis, there's only one authority that everyone is supposed to submit to. That is the creator of the heavens, earth, everything in between, everything beyond the earth, beneath the earth. Everything that was made was made by him and him alone. So I leave you, my dear beloved brothers and sisters, with all praises are due to the creator. Let us honor him with the honor that he is due. Hallelujah up there. And peace be unto you.